Hello my lovelies, hello my friends, and welcome back to Victoria's podcast on murder, mystery, and mayhem. Today's podcast we're going to look at the lover from hell. Boyfriend battered by an evil ex who stabbed and poured boiling water on him. Feared he would lose his limbs in a torture ordeal. Alex Skeel was tormented by his ex, Jordan Wirt, who physically and mentally abused him for three years, including isolating him from his family and friends and taking over his Facebook accounts as she fought to control his whole life. Alex Skeel's life was made a misery by Jordan Wirt, who was 22. She physically and mentally abused him for three years. The evil graduate isolated him from his family and friends, took over his Facebook account to control his life. She told him what to wear and banned him from her bed for nine months during the torment. Her torture also turned physical when she stabbed him and scalded him with boiling water at a home they shared together. Brave Alex has now opened up about his nightmare ordeal after she was jailed for seven and a half years. <clears throat> he said, I thought my limbs might have to be amputated. I had open burns. I lost three stone in weight. I went from 10 stone down to seven. It was awful. It was three years of mental abuse and then it turned physical. In a lot of cases of domestic violence, it starts off, everything is just perfect, you know. He or she are the perfect partners, and then it starts with the mental abuse before it turns to physical. In court, it was said that there were two sides to her. She came from a loving and supportive family. She was a high achiever at school and at the university. She gained a 2.1 honours degree in fine arts and she wanted to become a teacher. <clears throat> she had been involved in caring and voluntary work for unwanted animals and had raised money for children in Africa. I mean, on paper, she sounds perfect, but at their home, in, were cruelly controlled every aspect of her partner's life. To court heard, worth and her partner had met at college in 2012 when they were both 16 and then they went on to move in together which is lovely but from an early stage she was exercising control over him deciding what he could wear it normally starts off that what what you can wear maybe maybe if it's if it's a man against a woman stop her from wearing makeup or the girl trying to control what he wears his personality how he stands all of that you just they start nitpicking on very early the abuse then turned violent when Alex began suffering from hydrocephalus. Hydrocephalus is it's a buildup of fluid inside the skull. Evil work beat her boyfriend with blunt objects and refused to take him to hospital for treatment. She poured scalding water on his arms and left him to wrap his burns with cling film. He was seen separately with black eyes and limping or had an arm in a sling. So the judge was told that this controlling and coercive behaviour 
was from a period from April 2006 until June of last year, when police were called to the couple's home. Neighbours of the couple often heard them arguing. The sounds of things being thrown in the house. The neighbour said the victim was heard by his neighbour shouting at work, Get off me, you're hurting me. Once Worth was seen at a window by a neighbour, armed with a screwdriver or hammer, while another neighbour heard the victim shouting, Get off me, get off my head. Don't keep doing that to my head. In June last year, neighbours called police to the couple's home in the early hours after hearing shouting. The ambulance crew noted injuries to Alex's hand, burns to his arms and legs, which were being self-treated with cling film. He'd second and third degree burns, which were going to leave permanent scarring. On June the 6th, Alex was examined at the hospital and found to have burns on his legs as well as stab wounds all over his body and limbs. Just days later, Worth was arrested. <clears throat> so in this case, what they did was the police actually had to get him into the hospital and separated from her. And then they worked on him to press charges on her because he wouldn't do it. He was so afraid of his girlfriend, he wouldn't do it. So she appeared at court to plead guilty to controlling and coercive behaviour in an intimate relationship, wounding with intent and causing grievously bodily harm with intent. Past the sentence, Judge Madge, told, Judge Madge told Wirt that as well as the violence she had carried out on her partner, she refused him adequate bedding and food. He said she would belittle her partner and discouraged him from contacting friends and his family. In cases like this, it's very important that whoever it is, whether it's a male or a female that's abusing their partner, they have to separate them from their family and friends. And the reason for that is when you're isolated, you have nobody in the world to help you or to back you up. You have nobody to turn to, nobody to talk to. So that means when things get bad, you have nowhere to go. So she worked on isolating him so that he had nowhere to go. She accepts that she has in the past, on a number of occasions, used blunt objects and implements to hit him. And that he suffered injuries as a result of her doing so. She accepts using boiling or hot water to cause injury to him. She accepts that she has in the past used a knife to cause injury to her partner, said the judge. He jailed her for a total of seven and a half years. And she was made the subject of a restraining order, which prevents her from contacting her ex for an indefinite period. It's a very, very sad case. And in most cases that hit the media is about a woman that's been physically or mentally abused. In this case, it's about a man. And I thought it was very important to do this case today because it's happening all over the world. Men are victims of domestic violence. It's, it's not as commonly talked about, it's not as commonly heard, but it's definitely true. It's happening all over the world as we're doing this podcast right now. Somebody's a victim, a male is a victim of domestic violence. She set out to destroy him. He's back home with his parents now, which is great. He's put weight back on. He's living in the family home, but there's a lot of psychological damage that'll need to be fixed. So when all, he didn't lose his limbs, thank God, he will be left with scarring. It, it's the mental torture. That'll take the longest to heal. 
in this case, which wasn't discussed, was when the police were called to the house. They had been called several times before. And she answered the door and she basically said, look, it's nothing. And the police officers asked to see him to make sure he was okay, and they did. So what they did was is they separated the two of them and the police took him. I believe it was into the police car. And a police officer stayed with her, you know, and they were talking. While he was in the car, the guy said to him, the guy talked him into saying that he needed help. As soon as he got him to say that he needed help, you know, which did take, it wasn't something that happened in minutes. This police officer worked on him for at least 10 or 15 minutes because the police, the young police officer said that when he seen how bad he looked when he came to the door, the police officer was afraid that she was going to kill him. So as soon as he admitted that he was a victim of abuse, an ambulance was called and he was taken away and the girl was arrested. They needed to keep the two of them separate because the guards were aware that if she got out and visited him in hospital, he would drop all charges. Because these bullies and, and abusers know their partner so well and know that they've broken their self-esteem down to nothing, that she knew five minutes in a room with him and he would have dropped all charges, the whole lot. So I'm glad she got seven and a half year sentence. In a lot of cases like that, people don't get sentences that long. It's very easy. A lot of people will say, oh, well, he was a man. He could have beaten her. It doesn't work that way. At a time, he probably would have been stronger than her, but you have to remember he'd lost a lot of weight. She probably, he was only seven stone. She, he definitely, she definitely weighed more than he did. She had him sleeping on the floor like a dog. I mean, she coerced him and worked on him for so long that I don't even think he could think for himself at the end of the relationship. There is um, a documentary on YouTube. I don't know what it's called. I remember seeing it a few months ago, and it's actually about the Alex Steele case. His parents are talking in it. He's talking in it. He's a twin brother who's talking in it. It's, it's very disturbing. It's very sad. The disturbing part is realizing how easy this is. This can happen to anybody. This boy came from a loving home. He had high self-esteem. She came from a loving home. She was a high achiever on paper and in the community. She was well thought of. And yet she was going home from college and physically and mentally abusing the man that she was supposed to love. So that's today's case. It's only a short one. I've come down with a bit of a flu. So I didn't have a lot of time to do a lot of research. And also I won't be able to talk for as long without coughing. So it's just a short case today. Thank you all, as always, for listening to my podcast. The last day I had done a podcast, we were having a heat wave now we're back to our autumn weather the leaves are falling off the trees it's 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 a bit darker outside the nights are coming in much earlier it's getting dark about seven or eight o'clock now it's lovely it was my birthday on wednesday so i had a few drinks with my family and today i'm eating them all for dinner the whole family will be together which is lovely so i hope you all have an amazing weekend ahead and as always thank you for listening to my podcast and for supporting me.